Hello, welcome to Kaiba Health and Life. I'm your host, Kristen Wolisinovich, and uh, very excited today. I have two very beautiful, gorgeous ladies in the Kaiba Health and Life studio to my far right in black. We match today. <laughs> Heidi Makira, hello. Hello. And in the middle is your partner in crime, Rachel Johnson. Yes, hi. Thank you both for being here today. Yeah. Um, you're both founders of an amazing organization, online company called With You, and that's why you're both here today, and I can't wait to talk to you both about it. Heidi, uh, your background, you are a retired attorney. I didn't know attorneys retired, Heidi. <laughs> I was hoping attorneys never retire. <laughs> I still use it every once in a while, but I don't practice anymore. What was your specialty out of curiosity? Um, I did a little bit of everything in the law, from bankruptcy to trust and estates and corporate transactions, and just never really was the uh, ultimate destination for me. So when you went into it, you kind of had that uh, vision to become a lawyer, but kind of once you were in the game, it was not necessarily something you wanted to stay in. I loved helping people, but I didn't care for the practice. So. Really? Mm -hmm. See, I love to argue. I'd be a defense attorney, I think. <laughs> I would love that. And then um, you also were executive to director for the YWCA in yep. Flint, correct? That's correct. That's and where Rachel and I met. That's where you met because Rachel Johnson was program director at the yes, Y. Yes, I was. I was there for a little over 10 years. Wow. It's a long time. Um, yeah. We at Kaiba Health and Life are massively passionate about the Y. Their work uh, in education and domestic violence and the safe house and mm -hmm. what you provide, what they provided, what you guys provided to the to the community was is immeasurable. So thank you so much for your work. Thank you. And you by trade, Rachel, are a therapist. Yes. Yeah. That's similar to, to Heidi. I veered off a little bit and currently my full time is different. Um, but yes, I have my master's in social work and that's really where my passion is. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I did for over 10 years at the YW. So I was raised by a therapist and that's why I need therapy and attorneys. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. You know, it happens. Yeah. So this is why you're here today, to talk about your new venture called With You. Yeah. Uh, I'll start with you, Rachel. Tell me a little bit about the premise behind With You. So With You is an online divorce coaching platform, and we really want to provide support and resources to individuals that are either contemplating divorce, they're in the thick of it, they're going through the divorce, or they're post-judgment. And we know that we want to remove the barriers. Sometimes we can't go to another appointment and fit that into our schedule. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we're really accessible for all individuals. Well, what a concept. You have had this concept for some time, right? Heidi, you two have discussed this for some time. We have. It's been in the works. It was an idea quite some time ago mm -hmm. um, as I was uh, working through uh, post-judgment struggles. Mm. Okay. So what made you actually manifest it? What what made you both jump in, kind of Thelma and Louise over the cliff? What made you do it? Well, for me, it was a moment in time where um, I recognized that there was not um, anyone to help me through this. Um, I had a team of professionals, but I really didn't have an ally or advocate that was there for me on a regular basis as I was working through some of my own personal divorce struggles, mm -hmm. um, post-judgment. And Rachel became that ally because we were working together in a different context and she had always been that way. So she was a natural person to share the idea with. Um, and she became, you know, a great business partner as well. She's a great business partner. And she and I were speaking and she was talking uh, separately. We we're at a restaurant and she was telling me about the concept. And I was just my jaw dropped because 
having gone through a divorce right now currently, you have, I mean, you're educated. I'm educated. We've been through a lot. We have kids. We, we feel like we can handle a lot. No one can ever prepare you for right. how insane a divorce is. Now, Rachel, I know you, you personally haven't been through a divorce, but one thing you said to me, and I want you to speak to our audience and viewers, was, and Heidi, you can relate to this, you had Rachel. Like, we all have our people. And you said sometimes people become overwhelmed by our problems. Mm-hmm. We're like, can we talk to you again? Can I vent again? Mm-hmm. And to me, like, I don't, I don't mind it. I love when people come to me. I love that. But sometimes you do. You feel like you exhaust people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our family and friends oftentimes can be our greatest support system. They're amazing. They also are emotionally charged at the time, too. They're connected right. to that person. The dynamics are changing in your friendships and your relationships. There's couples you may have went out with. And so you need an objective person to go through that and to make sure that you don't feel like you're, you have a set of expectations that that friend or family member has on you. And has to has to create for you. Right. right, they're going to be your everything, your safety net, yeah. your everything, and a lot of times they are, but a lot of times, like you said, they now have this massive bias. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to speak to what you said about education level. Honestly, I it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be have uh, a million degrees, right, um, and have all the life experiences in the world. When you're in the thick of things, you're literally in a fog. Heidi, it literally <clears throat> is the weirdest thing I've ever been through in mm-hmm. my entire life from an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really – and for the kids, you know, my kids were older. My older daughter was 18, 19 at the time. My younger one was about 15. So I felt like they were kind of at an age that they could – you know, handle it better. And they took it harder than anything I could have ever imagined. And we we laugh. I mean, you have to laugh because you'll cry sometimes. Yeah. So I hope you bring humor yeah. into with oh, you yeah. because yeah. it's a great savior. Yeah. Is um, I, We talk about growing up um, in the 70s and 80s. And one of my friends was over the other day and she's like, you know, it's my younger daughter's 21st birthday and we had to talk as a family about her birthday party. And then I just started laughing. I said, remember the 80s? I said, my parents divorced. They were 13. My mom's like, hey, here's your new, here's my new boyfriend, Bob. He's moving in with us. You know, we just didn't, okay, I'm going to go back to watch General Hospital and thank you. And now we're so, we just talk all the time. Sometimes I think we over talk. What do you think? Well, I know I overtalk. But. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think it's important for now parents are starting to recognize that there is trauma that are involved in, in divorce. So now that we're recognizing it, now it's like, well, crap, we have to deal with it. So I think that that's a, a, a part of it. And that adds, though, to the guilt of the parent because now they're responding and reacting the way that they should. Uh, but but you're taking that in as well. So you're dealing with your own emotions and now you're dealing with the emotions of your kids and that guilt and that shame is so profound that in order to really deal with that and handle that, you need somebody outside of that inner circle to walk you through that. To help guide you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely right. You're balancing 37 balls in the air and then expected to maintain composure the entire time. It is helping you navigate, but it's also helping you take the long view, right? When you're in that fog, sometimes you're literally one foot in front of the other. Um, So you're not able to make decisions about what things are going to be like five, 10 years down the road and how their decisions now are going to impact you. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes even the professionals and teams you have with 
you are great, but they're not probably potentially speaking to one another. And they're not also sometimes looking down the road for you. So that's what a coach does is really taking, helping you take the long view on things when it's difficult to, to see what your next step is. And it builds you out five to 10, even 20 years. And sometimes, yeah. like mm-hmm. you said, the support system or the people that are working for you, your attorneys or whomever, mm-hmm. you become a commodity. So sometimes you're not their top priority. So this is this seems to be very tailored with you to yes. what each individual is going through because with, you know, and even thinking about it more is there could be situations where the divorce is amicable and they are able to co-parent and they are able to communicate and that's beautiful. So maybe they need the program for some other assistance. For me... I mean, I'll get candid with it because you and I spoke and I said, I need it. There is such a massive need for it. So it's an online service, right? It's a software base. Yes. And I just Google with you. How do I find you? Yeah, so you can Google with you. You can also uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, to kind of give some motivational things, some information about what divorce coaching is. Okay. Um, and then our, our website is withyoudivorce.com. You can find out all the resources, how it works, and how you can sign up to be a part of it. Because I know too, Heidi, you also started another support group, Females. What's it? Females. Flint's future is female. Flint's future is female. Mm-hmm. I have goosebumps. <laughs> so, you know, in conjunction with you, we talked a little bit about that uh, program and support system and how amazing that is. So, because you can sign in, sign up for for me on a personal level, and I have no problem disclosing it. He and I can barely speak right now. We are at that juncture. Um, there's a lot of anger and animosity and it's not that I don't want to, it's more on his side. And we actually had to have a conversation the other day. We were forced to, and I had him on speakerphone and we had to have two other people in the room to help facilitate. Things will continue to ebb and flow. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) It's true though. Even the most amicable divorces can take a turn, right? So on average, people go back to court five times regarding child custody issues post-divorce. Okay. So things are going to continue, especially if you're divorced while your children are young, things are going to continue to change, right? So with you, is it um, a compilation? Is it... Is it legal advice? Is it resources? Is it domestic violence advice? Is it coaching advice? Is it emotional advice? And is it geared for females or is it for men and women? Well, it's definitely not legal advice or therapy. So we are not taking the place of your divorce attorney. We are not taking the place of your therapy. We're working as part of a team, right? It really takes a village to get someone through uh, this process. So we're supplementing to those professionals. Oh, very good. Okay, so you're kind of guiding, right? You'll lead them if they need it. Correct. But for the life coaching side of it, I would think it would have a therapy feel to it, or it does not. It can have that feel because you're providing that emotional support. You're validating them, but you're also making sure that there's perspective thrown in as well because mm-hmm. we can dig ourselves into a really deep hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that coach is really bringing them out of that hole, essentially, um, and giving some perspective and some emotional support to validate their feelings and connect what those behaviors and those feelings are. So there is a part of that with coaching, mm-hmm. but it was just really important for us to know that these are not therapists that are acting, we're not diagnosing, we're not anything like that. And same with the attorneys, but we do have an advisory board. Excellent. And the advisory board has family law attorney, therapist, wellness coach, um, has um, a few other experts in their in their own fields to help us 
with the guide strategic them. yeah yes. guide them the strategic direction of of the launch but also making sure our coaches will have all of the up-to-date knowledge and resources so that they're giving the best advice and options and choices as possible. I so that love was really it. important. Like you for said, us. it takes a village. It's a yeah. accumulation of experts and then coming and it's almost like providing a treatment plan, if you will. Yeah. I mean not to put yeah. put um, medicinal, you know, um, term in vocabulary, yeah. but it we all need it. And I think too, as a mother, as a woman, it's funny because we do. We're so I'm. I was so consumed with those girls and their feelings and making sure they were okay, and then I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And what I had to learn was I had to. And I'm sure you guys talk about this. Is I had to take care of Infinite One so that I could take care of Infinite Two, which Absolutely. was everything in front of me. Absolutely. And we were raised as if that self care is selfish, and right. now it's such a huge priority. And then what else I learned, I think with our generation Gen Xers, right? You know, we talk about the baby boomers. We talk about the depression era, the baby boomers. And then you talk about us Gen X, who really are the queens of the helicopter and the snowplow moms, ensuring these kids don't have adversity, that they, everything's taking care of them. And especially now they're all blue screen babies, right? They're just all glued to their phone. What I also learned that it was okay to face adversity. Yes. Yeah. And right. they they had zero coping skills. Yeah. Right. Studies show actually children that are coming out of divorce are highly re- resilient. Yes. Um, and ca- that can lead to met- much success, right? Yes. But it is necessary. And self-care and allowing you to self-care for yourself in order to care for your children and find the resources that your children might potentially need. That's right? exactly As right. As a result of that. So. For their own self-care. Right. That they have to find. I used Correct. to think I had to fix everything for them. And then I learned, hey, guess what? It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they need to see that because they're modeling mm-hmm. that behavior so that they don't have an expectation when they're an adult to have everything, everything perfect. be okay and perfect and handle internally that mm-hmm. it's not. And and so also with the coaching is it's very action-oriented. So we're goal planning. We're making wow. sure and we're really pushing mm-hmm. individuals to make sure that this is it doesn't become just venting. Venting is important and it's, all of that it's is a important. Yes. But we also need to make sure you're moving the needle and you're moving forward and we want to see progress in that. And that's going to be um, individual, you know, base actionable goals. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so what happens is you're providing this emotional support, you're providing this guidance, you're helping navigate towards, you know, certain issues that may arise, but it sounds like also you're planning for their future. And that could also include the financial side of it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Actually, we have a financial advisor, a divorce certified financial advisor on our our board as well. So it's really important that we bring all of these resources to the table because it's just very overwhelming to, and, and I had mentioned this earlier, that they're really grieving grieving a relationship, but grieving also what their future was going to look like. And so now you're taking, kind of starting from scratch, and what are my finances going to look like? Where am I mm-hmm. going to live? Mm-hmm. What is my home going to look like? And what is my relationship with my friends and family? So there's a lot to it. We want to make sure that we really have all of the pieces to that puzzle. Right? You know what? And it's listening to you speak and kind of put pen to paper and, and list it. When it's happening, it's so insanely overwhelming. And I will tell you, my kids were older. So even as a single mom whose child now just turned 18, and it's sort of why we waited a little longer. It's so difficult even being by myself with her. You know, I can imagine having young kids and doing it on my own. I have such massive respect for these people that are single parents and that are doing it. 
But what you said was so important that really hit home for me personally as well is um, the child, my older daughter, we divorced after she went through high school and had everything, Mm -hmm. right? And the second child is very angry because she felt like she had mom and dad and the white picket fence, her sister did, and then she got all the chaos and the turmoil Mm -hmm. and the craziness during her most formidable high school years. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to deal with. And it's pushing, you know, through the needle. And now we've all made it to the other side. There's still some anger, Mm -hmm. but we're working through it. But now, Heidi, I'll ask you this. When Mm -hmm. you were in the midst of it and people were going, oh, you wait, Heidi, you'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> Did you think there was going to be light at the end of the tunnel? Um, some days. <laughs> some days I did. Um, some and then, days you're like, I got this. Yeah. Other days you're like, ugh. Other days it hit you hard. You'd take one step forward and sometimes two steps back. And that was um, that was frustrating that the line is not linear, right? Progress is not linear. It's and sweet. that um, it, takes, it takes patience. It takes grace with yourself. Grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that guilt and fear and shame, which we all have, and it becomes all-consuming, you have to forgive. So, okay, with you, once again, Rachel, how can people find with you? So if you go to withyoudivorce.com, that is our website, and you'll find all the information, but please follow us on Facebook, with you, and Instagram, with you divorce. And then also, if you're interested, right, Flint's Flint's future is female, right? It's a it's an initiative that Rachel and I started to recognize all the amazing women that we've um, had the ability to encounter, bring them together, um, and really show the power of um, the female community within uh, Genesee County. And to touch point on that real quickly is what I love about you both is uh, a lot of time women, you know, they can tear each other down and you two lift leverage and love and that's really what it's about. And it's building this amazing community of working together because like you said, it takes a village. And I'm telling you, with you, what I say, Rachel, genius. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I'm so far in my process and done. I wish I would have had you guys. <laughs> now I'm perfect. Just kidding. But I um, I personally am going to check it out with you. And uh, for all our viewers and listeners, we'll ensure the website and all the information to Facebook is is up when we uh, put the podcast up, which you can get this podcast on our Facebook page, Kaiba Health and Life, and on uh, Google Play and iTunes. Big thank you to you both. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Heidi McCara, Rachel Johnson with you. Flint's future is female. You both are amazing. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. And I am your host, Kristen Willis-Sanovich. A big thank you to our viewers and listeners. This has been Kaiba Health and Life.